hello and welcome to episode 15. This is the Hello It's Me, I am K Nicole podcast and I am your host K Nicole. So let's go ahead and jump into our recap. So last week we talked about 10 business mistakes that I have made. So be sure to check that out if you have not already. You guys, we hit 20,000 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you so much for 20K. That was just a huge milestone for me. The giveaway winners will be announced next week on my Instagram story. So be sure to tune in, especially if you entered. You don't want to miss out on who the winners are. Happy Vlogmas, you guys. I hope you are enjoying the holiday season as much as I am. December is just going to be filled with a lot of content, and I'm so excited. If you didn't know this about me, Christmas is like my favorite time, so I'm really excited. I'm finally fully moved into the new office. If you haven't seen my new office series, go ahead and check that out, you guys. We have a whole series from me applying to my new office to getting accepted and moving in. So go ahead and check that out on my YouTube channel. If you are watching this on YouTube right now, make sure to give this video a thumbs up and also subscribe and follow me on all of the podcast platforms and leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts please and thank you. Okay. We're trying to boost our engagement over there. So I always see your sweet messages. Make sure you guys head over to Apple podcasts and leave your messages in the review section so I can see them there. And today I just want to tell you guys a little bit about what I'm drinking. You know, I'm drinking my Timmy blends tea. Okay. And it's good. <laughs> it tastes amazing. I'm drinking Teamy Alive and Teamy Focus today. And these are my two favorite tea bags from Teamy. You guys know I also love their wellness powders and their skincare as well. During the holidays, I have a really, really amazing discount for you guys. You can get 50% off of your orders of $100 plus with Teamy. This is definitely not a sale that you can pass up. You can literally get so many products for half the price. So make sure you stock up on Teamy for the holiday season. They have some amazing products that would be great to gift your loved ones for Christmas. I'm definitely grabbing a few things for my family members to try out. So you guys can go ahead and shop Teamy Blends using the link that I have down below in my description box and use code KNICOLE50 at checkout to get 50% off of your orders of $100 or more. Y'all know I love Teamy, okay? Y'all been new. Y'all know I'm staying with my Teamy tea, okay? I always got it on me, okay? But anyways, that is it for the recap. So let's get into it. Today's topic is how to start a lip gloss business and how to prepare to start a lip gloss business in 2021. At this point, so many people want to be their own boss and they're looking for the step-by-step -step process. So we are just going to talk a little bit about it today. I have some tips and tricks for you along with some overall advice. So let's just jump right into the topic. So first and foremost, let me just say this, do not allow yourself to be discouraged if you're thinking about entering a market such as lip gloss or cosmetics or even hair because I'm now in the hair business as well and these markets are super saturated there are so many people in the world okay there is enough out here for all of us to eat there are so many successful businesses already out there and that doesn't mean that there isn't room for another one so if you've been wanting to do something and you've been pushing it off just go for it, okay? All you can do is try, but you will never know the outcome of anything unless you actually give it a shot. Be ready to put in the work because this is not an easy journey at all and it requires hard work and dedication. 
And the first thing that I'm going to say is take your time, okay? Make sure that this is something that you're actually really passionate about and take your time to plan everything out. I personally know people that started businesses so fast and then realized that this isn't even what they want to do or the aesthetic is not what they wanted. And this is just not a process that you can rush, okay? So you might as well just put in the work ahead of time, put in the time ahead of time, okay? Instead of feeling like you threw something together and now you don't like it three months down the line. So really just give yourself time for trial and error. Give yourself room for things to go wrong because trust me, they will go wrong. That is like an inevitable part of the process. Also, you need to have money to start a business, you guys. You have to spend money to make money. When I started my business, I wanted to find things that I actually liked. So I didn't have time to be out here penny pinching, okay? Because quality costs, and I knew that when I was starting my business. So if you feel like you don't have a lot of money to work with, then you can either budget to start small or you can go ahead and just wait so that you can continue saving up. But I cannot stand when people want to start a business and then they just don't want to spend any money. Like that's basically impossible. You don't necessarily have to spend a ridiculous amount of money, but I mean, you have to spend something like you can't make money unless you spend money at this point. So please know that from the beginning. I mean, that's kind of like common sense, but a lot of people actually really don't like to spend money when they start a business, which is crazy to me. But um, besides that, you know, the first step of the process is really going to be the brainstorming process. This is like what I like to call brainstorming. This is a time where you're doing your research, you're thinking of names, you're thinking of color schemes, you're thinking of logo ideas, and you're really just like spending a lot of time on your computer. You're seeing if any of these things have been done before. I recommend getting a notebook specifically for your business so that all of your ideas can be in one place. I recommend writing them down versus typing them when you are first starting out at least because like that's a way that you can manifest things. Like that's a form of manifestation. Writing things down, tangible things, you know, I'm big on writing lists, taking notes, writing my goals down, putting them out there in that way. Um, but you can get on the computer and make mood boards, play around with things that inspire you and get you going, get your creative juices flowing. Okay. But whatever you do, do not directly copy someone else. We are heading into 2021, okay? And nobody has time for copycats. Just because you see someone successfully doing something doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. So you might as well just come up with your own ideas. This is all a part of the process. And this part of the process requires time. It requires patience and creativity. So you can watch YouTube videos to get inspired or to learn new things. And just utilize Google, you guys. Like do an extensive amount of research and really learn about the market that you want to go into. Google is free, okay? YouTube is free. Take yourself seriously or no one will, period, okay? Do not be on the internet looking for handouts, asking people in the comments, like, where did you get that? What size are those boxes? Which pigment is that that you use? What's the name of the pigment on the website? Listen, you guys, just put in the work, utilize Google, look these things up. Researching is free, okay? We have so much access to just all the information in the world on the internet, so use it. The next thing that you really need to do is solidify a name and a launch date. And I recommend doing this in the beginning because you need to give yourself a deadline and a time frame to do everything. That's just going to help to keep you on track and to help keep you organized along the way. 
And then once you're solid on a name and you confirm that nobody else has that name, please confirm that nobody else has that name. Then you need to go ahead and create the Instagram account and create your domain name for your website. You want to secure those handles as soon as possible because you do not want to end up getting your feelings hurt if someone has the name later. So these are just things that you cannot wait on. Okay. When you love something and you figure it out and you know that that is the one you need to go ahead and move forward ASAP. So research the website platforms and decide which one you want to go with for your website and then secure your domain. Now domains can be purchased from different places, but do whatever works for you. Um, I purchased mine through Squarespace once I decided that that was who I was going to go with for my website platform. But this is a step that can be done even if you don't have everything else figured out yet, like the layout of your website or the color schemes or the content ideas, like even if you don't have one product picture, it's fine. You just need to secure your handles. Like I made the Smudge Cosmetics Instagram prior to the launch of my business, obviously. So I had that name just solidified and secured. Like I had made the Instagram already. I did not post anything. I did not share it or anything. I just wanted to make sure that nobody else could go on Instagram and take underscore Smudge Cosmetics on Instagram. So go ahead and solidify those things. Secure your domains, boo. Okay. Secure your name because you don't want anyone to be thinking about the same thing that you're thinking about. And then they try to come in and snatch that up before you do. So once your name is official, now it's it's time to um, start playing around with branding. This is like, this should be the fun part, right? What do you want your business to look like and feel like? The name definitely plays a huge role in this. And then when it comes to lip gloss and cosmetics, there's so many different tiers when it comes to the quality and the price. So where are you going to fit in on the spectrum? Are you going to be on the high end side or are you going to be on the low end side? Either way is fine, but you need to figure that part out. What colors are going to represent you and your brand? This is something that needs to make a mark, okay? Everyone knows that smudge is pink and purple. Everyone just everyone just knows that, you know? Like, what is the first color that you think about when you hear Chick-fil-A or even McDonald's? Like, we all kind of have the same image in our brain when it comes to these things, and this is what you call branding. You want to create something that is going to be memorable and that is going to stick with people. Another thing that you need to do is you need to decide whether you are going to be making your own products or if you are going to utilize a vendor. At this point, it's almost 2021. I understand that a lot of people want to have their own business, but they don't have time to sit down and learn how to make all of these products and then actually make them. So they decide to go with the vendor, which is perfectly fine. Okay. But let me tell y'all something. A lot of y'all are just lazy and impatient, honestly. Okay. Y'all want to be successful, but you don't want to put in the necessary necessary work or the necessary time that it takes in order to do so. But like I said, there's always the option to go with the vendor to alleviate some of the work. You'll still have to work, okay? You'll still have to do a few things for sure, but a large portion of the work will be done once you decide to go with a vendor. I recommend shopping smudge wholesale, okay, period. Um, And then when you're purchasing from a vendor, you will most likely have the option of getting tubes that are already filled or like with smudge and other companies as well, you can also purchase lip gloss containers so that you can still get your lip gloss in bulk, but you can fill up the tubes yourself. So that's really good for if you 
have custom tubes with your your logo printed on there or anything or if you you know you want to use tubes that these other businesses are not offering like I know that I do not offer a lot of tubes for filled wholesale on my website um and that is because I want to fill less tubes honestly like I want to still provide lip gloss in bulk but I don't want to squeeze so much lip gloss um so a lot of my customers now they purchase lip gloss containers they still get their lip gloss in bulk, but they fill up their own tubes. And also a lot of my customers have been shopping with me from the beginning when I first started wholesale and they're actually leveling up in their business as well. So a lot of my customers also have their own custom printed tubes. So they can't, you know, order filled tubes from me anymore because all of my tubes come free of labels and everything. So that's what I'm saying, you know, decide what you want to do, decide what's going to work best for your business. Um, and Purchasing lip gloss containers is a way that you can still feel like you are part of the process when it comes to making the products, but you don't actually have to worry about the formula. So you're doing the filling process. You're feeling like you did a little bit of something, but you did not have to worry anything about mixing the lip gloss and making sure that it was good. You know, you want your product to be good. And that is just, you know, one thing that I am alleviating from you is the formula. So once you've spent time, you know, brainstorming, thinking about your branding, now it's time to actually solidify your brand, okay? Establish your brand. I mean, who even are you, okay? Who are you? We need a brand image. We need a logo. We need a color scheme. We need an aesthetic. We need a vibe. We need a purpose. We need a mission statement. We need all of that, okay? We need a whole brand. For Smudge, I just really wanted to provide a high quality product that made people feel amazing and confident, you know, something that they can incorporate into their daily routine. And then for Smudge Wholesale, my main purpose was to show y'all that if I can do it, then you can do it too. I wanted to be an inspiration and a supplier to other small businesses. And that is exactly what I'm doing. I really, really, really need y'all to have purpose with your business because it is so obvious when people are only doing things for the money. It's so obvious when people are only doing something because it's on trend and starting a business for those two reasons is not going to get you far because as soon as something goes wrong, you are going to be ready to quit. Okay. And don't nobody got time for that. Don't, don't nobody got time for that. So it's so important to start your business with a solid foundation, okay? It has to be something timeless when it comes to the name, the logo, the color scheme, the purpose, because this isn't just something that needs to be constantly changing. It needs to stick around for a while. You don't want to be a month in or even a few months in doing a whole rebrand for your business to the point where the whole feel of the business is different. You don't want people to get confused. You don't want people to be confused about who your brand is and what your brand stands for. And you don't want them to be confusing your brand with other brands either. So you really just want to make sure that you have something that is going to be around for a while. Like right now, I am obsessed with my brand. There is nothing about my brand when it comes to the actual branding part of it, like my logo or my color scheme or anything. There's nothing about it that I would change right now. Like I love every aspect of it. I have been in business for over a year now, you know, not that far over a year, but over a year now, I can finally say that. Okay, period. But I have been in business for over a year and this has been in the making for over five years. So it's still something that feels new and fresh to me. It's not something that I'm getting tired of. It's not something that is getting old or boring to me. So definitely take your time to 
come up with your concepts and to come up with your branding because it's going to stick with you or it should stick with you. Um, and that's just, that's just my opinion when it comes to starting a business. I definitely think that you should do what you love from the beginning, no matter what the next person says. A perfect example for this that I want to highlight is Mocha P Beauty. I love Mocha, you guys. I have been following her for a while now, and she is actually one of the people that really inspired me to start my business. And I have seen her business go through some changes since I've been following her. And Mocha recently stated that, you know, she loved anime for so long, but she was bullied for it. And obviously, you know, that probably made her discouraged and made her think twice about incorporating that into her business, especially as a black woman. Y'all, we are really put on a pedestal. Like we are really under, under what, like people have eyes on us. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially as a young black woman starting their own business. Um, but I'm pretty sure one day she was probably just like, you know what, forget that. Okay. I'm going to have my anime brand because that's what I love. And that's what I'm passionate about. And look at her now booming okay booming like I am so happy that she was able to do that for her business because there's nothing like the feeling of doing exactly what you want to be doing and how you want to be doing it and also receiving support for it so I just think it's amazing I can genuinely tell how excited and passionate she is about anime and really showcasing that through her brand um of course she loved her brand before but I can just tell now that this is really what she loves like this is really where she wanted her brand to be and sometimes it's that one different thing about you that will make you pop because nobody has seen it before um so you have to make sure you start off with that solid foundation okay and do what you love and sometimes it's hard you know and I get that sometimes it's hard to really know what you want your brand to be or what you want it to look like in the beginning and that's why I'm always saying to just take your time you know there's really no rush to figure it out you don't want to just throw something together so the next thing that I recommend is getting your LLC once you have solidified your brand. Once you have gotten through that whole process of picking a name, solidifying your, you know, aesthetic, your logo, your color scheme and everything, I would recommend to just go ahead and get your LLC. Doing this in the beginning is an investment and it will kind of force you to take this thing seriously, you know, like I didn't get my LLC in the very beginning, but I think that it will be very beneficial to do so. And then it'll be one less thing that you have to do later. And then um, once the whole part of your business is done with the branding and everything, now it's time to start to talk about and think about inventory. So how much do you want to launch with? What is your budget? Okay, I highly recommend creating a budget. I did not do this in the beginning. I did not make a concrete budget, but I think that it would really help out. You need to know how much money you're going to start out with for your business, and then you need to also account for everything. So highly recommend a budget. And then when it comes to inventory, one of the most important parts is the trial run. Start ordering inventory. And when I say inventory, I mean everything. Like try different suppliers, try different um, supplies in general, different packaging, different brands of the same products to see what you like, see what you don't like. Um, make sure that all of your raw materials are safe for cosmetic use. You know, all of that good stuff. And then keep track of your spending. Keep your receipts. If you order online, print it out. Okay. Keep a file of all of your business receipts because that is going to help you out in the long run. I started that process late 
And it's really an entire task, okay? A whole task to go back to all of your previous orders and print out receipts. So just make that a habit from the beginning because you will eventually file taxes one day and that'll just make your life a lot easier if you already have all of the stuff that you need. Um, the trial run part, trial run and then sampling part of the process it needs to be in your budget because this is a crucial part of the process like you cannot skip this part so you need to make sure that you have money aside for sampling and trying things trial and error like these are things that we're going to be purchasing that might not make the cut you need to know in your mind that some things might not work out so i might not use you know all the things that i buy don't feel like you're wasting money this is all a part of the process if you are making the products yourself you need to be making samples to see what you like and what you don't like. You need to be writing everything down, okay? Write everything down that you try, whether you liked it or you didn't like it. You need to know what you need to try again and maybe, you know, tweak it to make it better. But you also need to know what you hate it so that you don't ever do that again. So make sure you're writing everything down. Write your formulas down, okay? Establish a formula, okay? Do not eyeball and do all that stuff that we used to do back in the day okay <laughs> it's just not the wave anymore it's not the wave I used to do that but now now y'all will not catch me eyeballing anything right now okay I am 100% capable of doing it but no me and my mom have set formulas okay it's so much easier to just get a bowl measure everything out and mix i'm not about to sit here for 20 minutes adding a little more of this and a little more of that until it's perfect it probably wouldn't even take me that long now but it's still like you're just having to put in more energy to sit here and really try to focus on doing it correctly when you can just literally get a measuring cup and do it so set a formula okay create a formula and stick to it that way you are going to produce the same product every time and there's no question about it um yeah please oh my gosh Whew. i'm like getting stressed out thinking about that whole process please create a formula and then um once you create samples or order samples if you're not making the products and then you know you're gonna find a few formulas that you like now is the time that you need to have other people try it out and give you feedback okay because you do not want your first customer on your website to be the first person besides yourself that has tried your product you need people that are going to be brutally honest with you okay someone that isn't going to sugarcoat anything i had my best friend Zareya trying my products because she's into makeup just like I am and I knew that she was going to keep it 100 with me that's just how we are in our friendship okay if you and your best friend are not like that then don't ask your best friend <laughs> I had my mom trying my products as well because I knew that she was going to keep it 100 with me too but also she's a different age like she's in a whole different age bracket than I am and I wanted to get feedback from everybody so that I could try to you know cater the product to different age groups as well but overall I had just about all of the females in my family trying my gloss because I wanted feedback from everyone whether you wore lip gloss or didn't wear lip gloss like I wanted to I wanted to know what everybody thought about it um, and I wanted to make sure that I had a quality product you know um, so get people that are going to keep it real with you to try it um, in general, you know, you have to love your own product first. So if you didn't find a formula that you loved, then I wouldn't have people trying that. But once you find something that you love, something that you're confident in, okay, you have to be confident and proud of your product. You have to be knowledgeable about your product. You have to know that your product is a good product and that it actually works and able, actually works and it 
oh my gosh, in order for you to sell it. Okay. So make sure that you love your product because people can tell on the internet when you don't love it and they can tell when you're not passionate about it or when you're like confused about it or you're a little skeptical about it and you're just like, uh, you know, it's not that great, but try it anyway. You know, we don't need those kind of vibes. We need you to be like 100% with your product. So once you land on your product and you love your product, now it's time to plan inventory and solidify what you are going to make or what you are going to order and then do it. Just do it. Okay. Everyone always asks me, how much inventory to launch with and honestly it's a personal preference like i recommend 10 or less colors to start with if you're doing lip gloss like 10 is the max okay i started with 14 and i think that that is just a lot but whatever works for you i would say to also create equal amounts of each color to give all of your colors a fair chance you can really analyze your inventory that way and see what your your popular shades are and what your best sellers are. And then once you have all of your inventory ready, like once it's made or once it's come in from your vendor, make sure you are keeping track of it. I recommend um, letting your website do the hard work for you, but make sure that you're actually like counting everything properly. Listen, I will count like 20 times. Okay. You just want to make sure that you're counting everything the right way and you're putting in the data on your website the right way. Because the last thing that you want to do is make sales for things that you actually ran out of. Listen, this is what I always say. Take your time with everything. Okay. Take your time. Do not rush through it. Do not feel like you're on like a tight time crunch when you're first starting out. Take your time. Make sure that everything is correct. And then now that we have inventory, right? We got it all ready. We know how much we have. Now let's talk about pricing. Pricing is so personal, you guys. Like I get so many questions about pricing as if I can just like sit here and tell you guys what you should be charging for your products, for your business. But you really have to establish pricing that works for you, okay? So what are you going to price your products at? Think about it like, Think about it like this. So this is your job, right? Like this is what's paying your bills if it's full time. Cause I mean, if this is a side hustle, then that's different. But for me, this is full time. So I used to work a corporate job where I was paid $20 an hour. And I definitely did not start to do my business full time to make less than that kind of salary, obviously, right? Like you don't, you don't start your own thing so that you can make less than what you were making in the corporate world. Um, so pricing is just so personal. And it covers a lot of different things, such as like the actual cost to purchase the supplies for that product, the labor to make that product. If you are making that product, even if you aren't making it, like even if you went through a vendor, you still want to pay yourself from your own business, right? So you still have to account for that when it comes to your pricing. It also has to do with the packaging and the cost of replenishing inventory too, because you always, always, always have to have things in stock. So when it comes to prices, you just got to think about all those things. Like what kind of packaging are you going to utilize for your business? Packaging is everything nowadays. Like, are you trying to do custom tubes or are you going to place stickers on your logos, on your, um, on your tubes, like your logo stickers? Where are you getting all of your supplies from? Like how much do your supplies actually cost? You know, my packaging was really, really simple in the beginning. You guys, tubes, logo stickers, organza bags, business cards, thank you notes. And that was really it. It's okay to start off with 
just the basic packaging. Like you don't have to go all out. Like I would never be like, okay, you need custom tubes at the beginning. I mean, I feel like some people are doing that right now, but I, I just had to start somewhere. You know, I felt like I needed to start somewhere and starting small allows you to have a whole journey and to grow, you know? So don't feel pressured in the beginning to start off like with the things that people have now that have been in business for a whole year. Um, but overall, your pricing needs to match the aesthetic of your brand. If you have a nice and clean website, if you have beautiful product shots, if you have, you know, a high quality product with nice packaging, then of course you can charge more for your products. But if you don't have those things, then you either need to reevaluate your price or you need to work on stepping up that quality so that you can raise your price or so that you can charge what you want to charge. Um, but it's also super important to stay competitive as well. Always research to see what products like this are costing from other brands too, because you don't want your price to ever be, you know, just way off from what is in the market right now. Oh Lord. Not the tea getting cold. We don't ever want to do that. See, I need to make sure I'm like taking breaks, drinking my tea because we don't want cold tea. We don't want cold tea, huh? Mm. Okay, so once you have all of your branding down and you've solidified your products and your prices, now it's time to start thinking about marketing, thinking about who your target audience is. It's okay for a little bit of everybody to, you know, purchase your products or to support you or whatever, but you really need to have a specific target audience. Right now, I'm targeting people ages 18 to 24 that love lip gloss and other cosmetics or that want to start their own lip gloss business. But my actual customers range from six-year-olds to 60-year-olds, okay? So I have a wide, wide, wide range of customers. But right now, it's just easy for me to target 18 to 24 year olds because I'm in that age range. So it makes it more relatable, you know, for me to reach that market, that market can relate to me more. Um, but you can target whoever you want to or whoever you feel like you can reach. You really need to write down who you are going to target. That really makes it a lot easier for you to come up with content ideas. Um, and it's okay to target different people for different things. So even if you have like different products in your business, you can target different products to different people. But for me, um, I have a different target market for like my YouTube channel. So what I just shared, that was my target for smudge. But when it comes to YouTube, you know, my target audience is completely different with this kind of content, like my lip gloss content. I feel like I wanted to target young girls. I've always wanted to inspire young girls out there and show them that if I can do it, they can do it too. I really didn't have that as a young child. So I most definitely wanted to be that person for someone else, but I don't put a set range of like ages on my target for YouTube because I know that I can inspire anyone out there that sees my YouTube videos, anyone that feels like, you know, they want to do something like this, but they didn't think that it was possible or they don't know how to do it. I really want it to be a representation in general to show you that if I can do it, you can do it too, because I'm just a regular person just like you. So I'm doing it you can do it too. But it's really helpful, like I said, to 
have that target in the front of your mind, not the back of your mind, in the front of your mind, and to know your purpose when it comes to reaching that target. And then when it comes to marketing, you also need to think about how you are going to sell your product. So I know you guys are asking a lot about marketing and you guys want like a whole episode about marketing. So I'm working on it, you guys. We can talk about marketing all day. Um, But the most important question that I have is, are you the face of your business? Do you want to be the face of your business? Because right now, especially since this whole quarantine, we're spending so much time online. So moving into 2021, you definitely need to keep that in the front of your mind as well because you're going to have such a huge advantage on social media. And I think that being the face of your business is amazing because people love to see a journey. People gain connections with people, just like how I'm establishing a connection with you guys. This is super important because these are going to be your true supporters, okay? People that you have never met a day in your life in person will ride for you and support you way more than the people that you have known in real life for years. Um, I still have quote unquote friends that I've known since middle school and high school, and they have not purchased a single lip gloss from me. And that is okay. Your friends most of the time are not going to be your target audience. Sometimes they might be like for me, I feel like Zarea and Serena are definitely within my target, but sometimes it's not always like that. And that is okay. Do not get your feelings hurt. Do not get your feelings hurt when some of your family and friends don't purchase from your website. It's it's okay. Totally fine. Just just let go and let God keep moving. But being the face of your business, that means that you're ultimately the main person that, you know, this business is associated with. Like, for example, a Kylie Cosmetics, like this girl's whole name is in the name of the business. And see, I knew that I did not want to do that. Like, I knew that I did not want my name anywhere in my business because I don't know. I just, I feel like that's a lot. Like, to have Corey or Kay Nicole somewhere like in the cosmetics, I just felt like I wanted to create a separate entity that was still tied to me. Um, but you can do it however you want to though. Like either way it works. You know, a lot of people are out here doing that. Also like Rihanna with Fenty, Rihanna is the face and the name for the business. Um, but in general, being the face means that, you know, you have to be consistently wearing and promoting your own product, wear your own product okay always talk about your product I don't care who doesn't like it do you think that any of the Kardashians care about you know who doesn't like the fact that they're out here promoting their own businesses or promoting their family's businesses absolutely not okay as long as they are doing what they got to do they're making their money they're good they don't care about what people like and don't like when it comes to them promoting and they promote hard they promote heavy as you should okay talk about your businesses talk about your product wear your own product. So once you decide on your target and you decide on how you're going to sell your product, now it's time to start thinking about what I like to call the optics. The optics. (laughs) These are the things that people are going to see that are associated with your business before they actually add to cart and check out. So these are important, obviously. Um, So like your product shots, what are your pictures looking like? You are trying to convert 
a potential customer to a customer. So we need appealing product pictures, okay? We don't need any dark photos. We don't need any blurry photos. We don't need any photos that are just out of focus. We do not need any photos with busy backgrounds. Um, we, we just, we don't need any of that, okay? We need clean, straightforward, to the point, visually appealing, fun, beautiful product pictures, okay? Like, the picture is really what's selling the product. Like, that is how e-commerce works. You can't smell it. You can't feel it. You can't touch it. You can't feel how heavy it is. You, you don't know any of that. You can't do any of that. Like, you literally have to see a picture. You have to be excited when you see that picture enough to add it to your cart and check out. So you really need to take your time to think about what do you want your product shots to look like? I actually have a few videos on my YouTube channel where we are doing product shots and I'm showing you guys, you know, the setup and everything with how... I do my product shots. So if you want to check those out to get inspired, go for it. But definitely you need to have a plan when it comes to your pictures. You also have your website, which goes along with your product shots because you're going to put those on the website. But what platform did you decide to use? You know, um, which website builder do you feel fits you and your business? It needs to be a clean and easy to navigate website. It needs to be informative. Um, for my website, for Smudge, I use Squarespace and I've been using Squarespace since I was in college. Um, I did my first website for Crochet by K when I was in college for, um, for my website. You know, I was using Squarespace. But now I have Crown Royal Extensions and now I use Shopify for Crown Royal Extensions because really, I mean, Shopify has more benefits in certain ways, but then it's more complex to use. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why there's so much hype around Shopify. I feel like maybe if you use Shopify before you use anything else, then it's a better situation. But if you go from one builder to Shopify, it just was really, really complex, really just intricate. And it was just so hard. I was like, why is this so hard? Like I went to art school. I can figure anything out. Right. Y'all, it was just very time consuming. And not to say that Squarespace isn't time consuming. Squarespace just has it laid out a lot easier and a lot more convenient. So yeah, I personally recommend Squarespace for your website builder. But like I said, you can do whatever you want to do. Um, but decide, you have to decide, please have a website. If you ask me, it's not really an option to have a website or not. You need a website, you know, like that, that's not anything to think about. Um, maybe if you want to do like an Etsy shop or something and you don't want to actually have like your own domain, like your own website that you built, maybe that's something that you can think about. An Etsy shop is totally fine, but please do not sell lip gloss in your DMs. It's almost 2021, sis. Okay, at this point, we don't do that anymore. So a website is a must whether you decide to design it yourself or whether you decide to do Etsy or one of those other, you know, shops like that. But it needs to be clean. It needs to be easy to navigate because you don't want to make the shopping experience hard on customers. Like you want to make this as smooth as possible. People are spending their money. If it's hard, I'm not going to spend my money to work hard, you know, so I need it to be really smooth and really seamless. Also, part of the optics is your social media. What social media platforms do you want to utilize? I mean, if you ask me, you should utilize all of them because social media is free, a free marketing platform for your business. 
If you're starting an online business, especially the optics are the most important things because this is what is going to sell your product. So when you get on social media, you need to be posting consistently. You need to be, you know, using the maximum amount of hashtags on every single post. Use hashtags on your stories as well. Also, make sure that you have your branding in your photos, whether that's like your logo stickers or your logos on your tubes or your business card or a watermark on top of the photo. Like, I don't care what it is, but protect the brand. Okay, do not give people the opportunity to be out here stealing your photos, trying to repost your photos as their own. Okay, absolutely not. I talk a lot about social media in another episode. So if you want to check that out go ahead and do that. You also need to solidify your marketing materials. So that is your business cards, your thank you notes, um, your stickers, your just all of that stuff that you would put inside of an order when you're packing it up. Those are what I like to call marketing materials. This needs to be a priority. Like you need to have business cards. It is almost 2021 people. Everyone has a business card and you need one too. Okay. I highly recommend a thank you note as well. Like in addition to a business card, but if you don't want to do that, then that is your business, but you definitely need a business card for sure. These things can be simple. Like you don't have to have a whole graphic designer on Photoshop just to have a business card or a thank you note. You can hop right on Canva or any of these other apps and get it done easily. Um, also utilize email marketing, you guys. Collect email addresses on your website so that you can be sending out emails for new product launches, promotions, anything new that you have going on. Um, teasers, you know, you can really utilize email marketing to your advantage. Some people, they'll see you one time and they'll forget about it, but they had signed up for the email marketing. So you can pop up on them real quick, you know, catch them by surprise in their emails whenever you have something going on or whenever you have a sale going on. So definitely don't forget about email marketing. That's something that I'm actually working on for my business because I was doing it at a time, but I don't do it, um, you know, consistently. So that's something that I need to consistently be doing because the way that my email is looking right now between Kylie and Fenty and all these other people, they are spamming my email, like with all the deals and, you know, this is new or back in stock, you know, just different things that will entice people to click on it and then go browse around the website and then mess around and end up adding to cart and checking out. So Definitely don't forget about that. For your business in general, I highly recommend to create a processing time, create a terms and conditions or a policies page, create your return policies, you know, your contact page, all of that good stuff. We need to be letting our customers know what to expect up front when they're shopping with you. Make the information readily available to them on your website. Y'all, I had to add a terms and conditions like little checkbox thing at the checkout on my website because customers will always say that they didn't know something like they didn't know that this is how it was or they didn't know that this was the processing time or whatever, even though, you know, it's clearly stated in my product descriptions. So just know that a lot of people don't like to read. Okay. And they want to blame you because they didn't read. And you know, that's none of my business. Like if the information was readily available to you and you didn't read, that's on you, right? So just make sure everything is set because it's always something that you can refer back to. Like when people reach out to you, can be like, as stated on my website, you know, this is the processing time. This is the blah, 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 you know? And then 
that makes a lot of people sit back like, dang, I really did not read that. And it was right there. Yeah, it's it's there for you. Okay. It's, it's ready. It's readily available for you. So make sure your contact page is up and running. Okay. And make sure it is linked to the correct email address, please. Cause if you listened to or watched the last podcast episode where we talked about 10 business mistakes that I made, you will have seen that, you know, I I had my contact page set up and I didn't even know that it was going to the wrong email address. It was going to an email that I never check. And I was just racking up all these emails and never responded to all these customers. And that is just not good for business. So make sure that you test everything out, even if you have to do like a test um, email on the contact page, just to make sure that everything is coming through as it's supposed to and coming through to the correct place. Um, and on that same topic, you know, you need to have detailed product descriptions on your website. Like all of the ingredients need to be listed and you need to let people know, like if you have any, um, concerns or anything with these products, since they are handmade products, even just regular products in general, it's not just handmade. I feel like that's like a stigma that people put on handmade products. Um, but if you have any concerns about any, you know, reactions or irritations or anything, we recommend, you know, test this on a small area of skin. That's not your face. Maybe, you know, on your arm or on your hand, do a little swatch of the product to make sure that you're not going to have any type of reaction to it. It's just better to be safe than safe sorry. Um, and I think that it's just really professional to list out all of your ingredients. Like that should just be the norm. That should be a standard. Like some people are like, no, I don't want people copying me. I don't want people knowing, you know, my secret ingredients that I put in and blah, blah, blah. Listen to me. It is almost 2021, sis. All of the products have just about the same ingredients in there. And listing out the ingredients is not listing out your formula, okay? So if people don't know exactly how much of each thing you're putting in, then how do you expect them to directly, you know, duplicate what you made? Just get over that. Get over that whole feeling. Let that feeling go out the window. I have tried so many lip glosses, you guys, from so many different small businesses. And none of them have felt exactly the same. So I just feel like even when we are using all the same ingredients, I believe that everyone has their own special touch, you know, when it comes to mixing and everything, but you need to list the ingredients period. Like there's no question about it. We don't need anyone having any allergic reactions. Um, and especially since it's a handmade product, we want to know what is going into it. But think about regular products, like high-end products, foods, um, regular drugstore products. Like you don't see a product on the shelf at any store that does not have the ingredients listed. Okay. And that's just the standard, like that's the law, you know? So make sure that that is something that you think about. I always have all of that information on my website so that there is just no question, you know, there's no question about that. Um, another thing to think about is shipping. It's a big thing to think about. What mail carrier are you going to use? What kind of packaging are you going to use for shipping? And how are you going to print out your shipping labels? Um, so for me personally, I use USPS for my mail carrier. Um, that was just, you know, like the easiest thing, like the the thing that I had the most experience with, you know, so I went with that. Um, for packaging for my shipments, I'm using uh, bubble mailers and stuff from Amazon. I'm using boxes from Walmart. I have a tape gun from Amazon. Um, and then printing my labels. I recommend doing your labels from home just to save you time and energy, um, especially when you're getting a lot of orders, you guys, because listen, you do not want to be that girl that has 20 orders and you are holding up the line at the post office 
You do not want to be that girl holding up the line at the post office trying to get postage for all of these orders. So just make sure, you know, you are doing it from home. If you have a lot of orders, I would recommend doing it from home. It'll just be so much easier, you know, for you to keep up with everything and for you to scan your orders in or however you uh, fulfill your orders with your website platform. Um, but I always have my shipping favorites linked in my Amazon store, which you can find that link in my Instagram bio or in the description box of my YouTube videos. Um, I have my label printer there because I do recommend a thermal label printer. Just save money on ink and paper at that point. Um, I have the label refill rolls up there, my fragile stickers, and I have some other random things. I think I have the tape gun up there, bubble wrap, like just stuff that you would need in order to do the whole shipping process. Um, so check that out if you're interested. Definitely sit down and think about shipping because that's going to be a huge part of your business. The next tip that I can give to you is something that I love doing, which is planning content. I recommend planning a lot of content in the beginning. Like you need to have content either loaded up and ready to post, or you need to at least have, you know, the ideas for the content that you want to create. The beginning stages of your business are really like the most crucial times to be consistent with great content. You know, it's a new business. It's fresh. It's like a new hot commodity, I guess. You know, if you want to grow your platform, especially, you're going to have to start off strong for sure when it comes to the content. All right. So a question that I get a lot is how to launch a business. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about what to do in order to launch. Um, so you need to really sit down and strategically plan your launch. So now if this is like you're launching a new collection, you know, something like that, maybe it's around a holiday or around a birthday, like if you're, if you're doing a holiday collection or if you're doing a birthday collection, obviously, you know, you want to do those kind of things in a timely manner. Um, especially like now, if you wanted to launch for Christmas, you probably should have launched maybe like December 1st or maybe like at least by next week, <laughs> like the second week of December, um, just so that people can have time to shop and you can also have time to fulfill orders in time for the holiday. So, you know, when it comes to launching new things, you really need to think about the timeline of it. But if you're just launching a business in general overall, um, these are the kind of steps that I was following when it came to launching. So I was teasing on Instagram a week ahead of my launch. So I would recommend to do that at least a week ahead. Do not just pop up and be like, hey guys, I just launched a business, go shop. You know, like people are going to be looking like, girl, what? So you really want to like let people know ahead of time. Right now, big businesses are utilizing the drop concept, you know, so they're they're making people want the product. They're getting people hype about the product. They're like coming out of nowhere, like surprise, this is the new collection, but it's not available yet. I want to tell you about it. I want to, you know, give you all the specs on it. I want to show you what it's going to come with and what, you know, you can pick up. I want to tell you all the prices, you know, so you can get your budget ready for next week. You know, you want to really like give people that time to see what you are offering. And I think that's amazing. I mean, right now that's what a lot of the bigger brands are doing. And I just think that it works really, really well. I have been doing that for my business. Um, you know, not every single time, but most times I've really been trying to make sure that I give myself enough time to promote at least a week ahead. Also plan content for launch day. Like launch day needs to be full of content. For example, Kylie, 
Oh my God, you guys, I aspire to be Kylie on launch day for Kylie. She has feed posts going up, story posts going up, emails going out, YouTube videos going up. Like it's kind of hard to not know that something is dropping and that is how you want it for your customers as well. It's like the more that, you know, you as a customer, you keep seeing something cute and you keep seeing people talk about it, the more you want to buy it. So that's how you have to be with your business. And that's also another important tip. Think about things from a customer standpoint. Think about, you know, what you like as a customer and what things um, that what things that you see like on social media that would entice you to click on it and then go make a purchase. You know, like literally social media got me yesterday. Like I saw an ad for some shoes and I was like, oh, I don't have any boots for the winter. Like I'm literally wearing socks and slides. And it's like 30 degrees and my feet are freezing. I'm like, I don't have any boots. I don't really have many, you know, closed-toed shoes that are comfortable that I can wear every day. And I was like, hmm, that ad was like right on time, you know? So that was something that enticed me to click on it um, and then go shop and then add to cart and check out. So as a customer, think about some of the things that you do when you're about to purchase something or try to pay more attention to little things like that. Like, oh, you might be scrolling on Instagram, you see an ad, maybe you should be doing some sponsored Instagram posts, you know? I don't know. You gotta think about um, those kind of things because sometimes, you know, your audience will actually respond to the same kinds of things that you respond to when it comes to the social media part of it. So yeah, that's, that's important. Always think about it from a customer standpoint. Think about how you would feel as the customer um, shopping your own business, you know, how do you want it to feel for your customer? Um, you also need to be just putting out good vibes, people, good vibes. I love to say good vibes only, (laughs) good vibes only. Okay. Do not talk negative about your business. And that might sound crazy because who would ever talk negative about something that they're putting their all into, but you guys, people do like people, don't even realize that they're talking bad about their own business. Do not post on social media that you did not get any orders. Nobody cares about that. Nobody wants to hear that. And you saying that is not going to make anybody shop with you. Um, sometimes you just have to fake it till you make it. Okay. Saying that you didn't receive any orders is not going to entice people to buy. It might actually do the exact opposite because people are going to be like, wow, I wonder why nobody purchased, you know, maybe it's not good or maybe they heard something or, you know, like they're just not going to purchase. So good vibes only, whether orders are coming in or not. Okay. We got to keep speaking the positivity out there. Keep speaking what you want, not what you don't want, not, you know, what's currently happening. Talk about what you want. All right. So here is the moment that we have all been waiting for, right? It's finally time to launch your business and launch day comes with excitement. It comes with nerves. It comes with stress, anxiety, all of it, but make the best out of launch day, you know, enjoy it. Cheers. Look, cheers to launch day. Okay. It's something that you have worked so hard and so long for. So just soak it all in and continue to post and promote on launch day. Even after launch day, continue to post and promote. We just launched, come shop, okay? And then, you know, once your first order comes in, now it's time to fulfill orders, which is the fun part. I love packing orders. This is like one of my favorite parts. Um, You know, make sure you're taking your time and putting all of your love into packaging. Take your time and make sure everything is correct. Make sure 
your labels are laying flat okay make sure they're sticking properly make sure that everything is neat and presentable just please okay make sure that like your packing materials like your organza bags and your lip gloss boxes are fully closed it's the little things that count i promise like if i open my package and i see that the organza bag is wide open i'm gonna be like dang she couldn't even take two seconds to close the organza bag like wow so just make sure that everything is basically perfect. Like I am a true perfectionist and y'all know this. So I'm always double and triple checking things like that. I don't want any issues. Like I don't want people to feel any type of way. I want people to be super excited when they get their order because that is what they want. They want that whole experience, that whole unboxing experience. It's like opening gifts on Christmas. You know, you, you want to make that an enjoyable experience and once you have launched your business and once you have received and fulfilled at least one order, cheers again, okay? Cheers again because that is a huge milestone and an important part about finally being in business is that you want to create repeat customers. Create a pleasurable experience for your customers so that they will want to come back and shop, okay? Provide discounts for them, you know, provide discount codes. You can put those on your thank you cards, have amazing customer service because people really like that, you know, be nice, be professional at all times. It doesn't matter if they're being rude or not. Do not stoop down to their level. You have to keep it professional at all times. Overall, just make people want to come back. Keep dropping new products and keep it fun and interesting for them. Keep going. Okay. At this point, you have to establish a name for yourself and for your business. Like if no one knows who you are and this is something completely new that you're doing, what makes you think that, you know, you're going to get 30 orders on the first day? I mean, you got to be realistic with yourself about your business and about your journey and you don't want to set yourself up for failure when it comes to your business mindset. So don't don't let yourself slip into those unrealistic expectations. Always keep researching Okay, there is always more knowledge to gain. Keep up with the trends. Keep yourself motivated to try new things and to expand your um, your product selections and stuff. And most importantly, you guys, do not compare yourself to other people. The only person that you should be trying to keep up with is yourself. And the only person that you should be trying to outdo is yourself, okay? Please do not compare yourself to other people. Everyone has their own journey and everyone's timing for success is different. Owning a business has a lot to do with patience, okay? And what's meant for you is already yours, period. You just have to make yourself ready and available to receive it. And what's meant for you is not going to pass you. I always say this, what's meant for you will not pass you. We can spend our time and energy looking at the next person, wishing and dreaming that we were in their situation or wishing that we had what they have. And in reality, that just isn't even meant for you. Like the universe might have something even bigger and better for you. Like who who knows? We never know. So worry about self, okay? Put your time and energy into improving yourself. Another piece of advice I can give you is to develop tough skin. Putting yourself out there, you know, like, whether that be creating content or having a business, you're opening yourself up for judgment. So people are going to say things on the internet that they wouldn't dare say in real life. People are going to give you their opinions when you didn't even ask for it, okay? And you just have to know that these are the kind of things that come with the territory. 
And you cannot allow yourself to get super worked up about every little thing like that. So just know, you know, it's it's definitely a growth process. Like I didn't just wake up with tough skin. So I would say to work on developing it and work on, you know, your mindset, especially from the beginning, just knowing like these things are possible, like these things might happen at one time or another. Um, and the last thing that I can say is to continue to level up, you guys, like continue to level up. Don't ever get too comfortable because things can always be improved. Like Beyonce said, okay, y'all know I love Beyonce and y'all know I watch Homecoming like every single day. But while they were rehearsing for Homecoming, they were doing all the run-throughs and everything. And Beyonce said that no matter how many times they fully ran through that show, there were always notes every single time. There's always something that can be approved, improved upon. So just be humble, you know, and know that, know that there's always room to grow. Always show gratitude to your supporters, okay? Because at the end of the day, people do not owe you anything. And I know that personally for me, but I want you guys to know that as well. Like people do not have to shop with you. People do not have to support you. You got to let your supporters know that you are grateful for them and that you love them and you need to thank them for what they are doing for you because they don't owe you anything. And y'all know that I do not play about that, okay? Y'all know that I'm going to let y'all know how grateful I am each and every day because I love y'all. Like, where would I be? Most importantly, like, where would my business be without y'all? Exactly. So, you guys, that is the end of our topic for today. I hope that this was helpful, you guys. I hope that you all are just ready and feeling more prepared and more inspired to start your own business in 2021, start your own lip gloss business in 2021. The days are going by so quickly, to be honest, and we're almost there. Like, before we know it, it's going to be 2021. So, cheers to you and your business. And we have a few questions for from the squad. So let's go ahead and get into them. Cool. So the, the first one is how do I make interactive content? I have some followers who are still just looking, even though, even when I'm asking questions. My tea is cold. <laughs> oh, interactive content. Okay. That's a great question because I have been in that boat. Like I have you know made posts and everything where I'm like oh let me know in the comments like what you think about this or let me know in the comments what you think about that um it's tough you know and you have to really gain those interactive followers because some people by nature like it doesn't matter they're just not going to interact a lot of people are nosy too like some people follow you just to see what you're doing they don't want any parts of it they don't want you to see them they don't want you to even know that you're there that they're there they just want to be nosy, you know, so those people are not going to interact with your content. They're not going to comment. They're not going to they're not going to say anything. Um, so it's really about trying different things. So right now um, I get a lot of engagement when I post on my story with either like the questions box or with polls. So that's kind of like the first step. I would say work towards doing it on stories first because I feel like it's easy to just kind of tap and do something versus, you know, scrolling all the way to the bottom and adding a comment on a post sometimes. Um, that works out for me, you know, and also you have to make sure that you're also being responsive too because some sometimes, you know, people don't respond to their comments. So it's like if somebody comments and you don't respond, 
then they're not going to respond when you ask them something, you know? So make sure you're trying your best to keep up with comments. I really hate how the new um, Instagram update has it. Like it doesn't let you scroll down through comments anymore or just your notifications in general. Like it doesn't let you continue scrolling. Like it cuts off at a certain point. And I'm like, Ugh, I'm getting so many notifications, you know, and I can't keep up with all of them like as they're coming in. But once I let it go too long, then it's just not showing me those notifications anymore. So I feel like I miss a lot of comments that way. Um, and I feel like people are like scrolling down my page and they're commenting on like old stuff. So even when I go through like my most recent posts and check to see which comments I missed, like I'm pretty much caught up on all of those. And I just have so many posts, so it would be impossible for me to even really ever catch up. Right. So Make sure you're doing your best to be interactive with your followers. Um, go live, you know, go live on your Instagram because that makes people feel like they have more of a connection to you when they can see you in real life, like in real time. And you're saying things and they're they're commenting in there and asking questions and you're talking back. That makes people feel like they have more of a connection than just seeing what you post on Instagram. So that might entice them more to actually respond to you the next time. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, just keep trying, keep, keep going, keep posting on your story, especially like, I feel like polls is like the easiest way to get people to engage. Sometimes asking things and wanting people to like give this long winded answer is like a lot more difficult on their end versus if you give them two options and they can pick one you know that's kind of more like second nature when people see a question they see an answer or two answers then they pick the best one for them so I would say start off with polls and see how that goes on your story um not so much like the feed post because even for me like I still don't even get much engagement on a feed post like if I ask a question so yeah that's all I can say about that I hope that people start to be more interactive. I don't know what it is, you know, and especially like with sponsored content, like I've been having that issue. Like people don't like to interact with sponsored content. Once again, I feel like people are just nosy, like on my personal page, people just want to see me leveling up or people just want to know like what I'm doing next. So when I post like my own personal achievements, those are the pictures that might get anywhere from three to 900 likes. And then I'll post, you know, a sponsored post and it's like, yeah, a hundred likes or even sometimes maybe less than a hundred. Like I've been saying this on my YouTube channel. I'm really trying to work on my engagement on my personal page. Smudge is pretty decent, but my personal page needs work because I don't post as consistent over there. And that's one of the reasons why I don't post as consistent over there is because I know that the engagement is only going to be right if I'm doing something big, you know? So why is that? You know, somebody tell me why, why is it that you guys don't want to interact with sponsored posts? Is it because we're getting paid for something? Like, I don't know. I know me personally, I would not, you know, promote something that I don't believe in. So I don't understand why people wouldn't want to support that the same way. I just asked y'all a whole question from a question that y'all asked me, but I just want to know. Somebody tell me, please. Somebody. Cool. So the next question is, what do you recommend for business cards, labels, and thank you cards? Um, I recommend you have them, for one. Definitely have business cards. I love thank you cards. Um. All of my stuff gets printed at Vistaprint, you guys. Like everything um, marketing material-wise, I get printed at Vistaprint. Vistaprint has just been tried and true for me like for years at this point. So um, 
Devin designed my business card and my thank you card. He is amazing. You know, he's graphic designer, even if he doesn't, you know, want to claim that. But I, I, I call him my graphic designer. Um, but even if you're not a graphic designer, even if you don't have access to Photoshop and all that stuff, like I said earlier in this episode, you can get on Canva, you can get on any of these other apps and you can create something that you love. Like you can easily create something. They have templates on there. If you just need like a base to start with, um, I recommend if you use a template, definitely try to make it as custom as possible because a lot of people do the same thing when it comes to looking for a template. They just go find a template and they just plug and play with all of their um, information and their pictures and stuff. Ooh, but um, yeah, you know, you just want to try to make something that is going to be timeless for your brand, like I said before. And um, labels, when it comes to labels, if you're referring to like lip gloss labels. You can do that in a bunch of different places. But right now what I'm doing, I'm doing custom printed tubes, you guys, because I have found that, you know, it's not that expensive. It's not as expensive as I thought it was. And if you really sit down and think about um, the price that it costs for you to purchase these label stickers, label logo stickers, whatever you want to call them, um, the price that it's costing you to print those and then also get your tubes and then like the labor that you have to do to fill up the tubes and then put the label, it's like it it doesn't add up. Like it does not add up. It's so much cheaper to get your logo printed on the tubes. So um, if you are still looking for logo stickers, I would recommend places like Avery, like Vistaprint, like a sticker mule or something like that, depending on what kind of designs you're doing. Um, and then for business cards and thank you cards, Vistaprint for sure. And then also, if you don't want to use Canva and make something and you have a little bit of money to play with, you can always reach out to graphic designers. You can always, you know, research to um, hire people to do those things for you, to help you to create those things, to help your vision come to life as well. So. That is always an option that you should keep in mind for sure. You know, somebody actually commented on my YouTube uh, video and was like, what's Devin's info for the business cards and thank you notes? And I was like, oh, always in the description box. <laughs> I always have Devin's info, hint, hint, wink, wink, always listed in my description box. Okay, so if y'all want to hit him up, y'all can, but don't hog him though because he's mine. <laughs> yeah. Y'all should see him. He's smiling. He's smiling. <laughs> He's mine. Okay. You can't hog him. I need him so we can do the podcast. <laughs> no, seriously. 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 Y'all can hit Devin up if y'all want. Wait, can they hit can they hit you up? Yeah. Y'all can hit Devin up. Um, if y'all need, you know, logos, business cards, thank you notes. But y'all gotta pay, okay? Cause his work is quality. Okay. Period. Um, the last question is, does using hashtags actually work? Yes. Show's over. End it. No, I'm kidding. Y'all, hashtags definitely do work um, as long as you're using the right ones. Now, I had to really research which hashtags I wanted to use. And I have been using the same hashtags for a while. Um, and you know, like hashtags are really tricky because it depends on like your page, your profile, your engagement, um, how far up on the hashtag your post will actually be. 
So that's why I was like, you know what? I have to like continuously post on those same hashtags so that as my page continues to grow, I will get higher and higher and higher to the top of the hashtags page. Cause obviously like Instagram has this whole algorithm going that we just really don't even be knowing what the heck we going on with the algorithm sometimes. So they're not showing every single post at the top. Obviously, I mean, some posts got to be at the top, some got to be at the bottom. But if you look at the ones on top, those are always the ones that have millions and millions of likes or those people always have millions of followers. So that's why I always say to use a mix of small hashtags and large hashtags, hashtags, (laughs) because you want to give yourself equal chances and equal opportunity to be seen. And with the smaller hashtags, you will have more of an opportunity to be seen that way. So It definitely works, okay, because at this point, people don't even have to be following you. People are following hashtags. So they're seeing, you know, whatever the algorithm is serving up on their timeline from that hashtag. And that is how a lot of people found me when I started to use the Get Sucker lip gloss base because that was like really trending when they came out with the lip gloss base. And since I'm an affiliate, you know, they sent me the, the base and I was talking about the base and everything. And that was like very early on of them launching it. So I, you know, did my posts and everything. I did a whole TikTok. I did a whole YouTube video. And I just found like a lot of people were reaching out to me. And they were literally sending me screenshots from like hashtag lip gloss wholesale or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, like these people don't even follow me. And they found me on Instagram through their own timeline, not even them like physically going to search the hashtag. They're just like scrolling through their timeline because they follow the hashtags. Even like my mom, my mom follows a bunch of hashtags. So she's always seeing something and sending me stuff. And I'm just like, girl, I do not follow any hashtags. Okay. But yes, it definitely does work. And I think that Instagram adding that feature to where you can follow hashtags made it a lot easier for us as small businesses to be seen when it comes to hashtags. Because everybody is not like us sitting here like researching hashtags. Um, Sometimes, you know, when people are really looking for something, yes. But I feel like when, you know, when people are just looking for lip gloss, like they just want to buy lip gloss, like their lips are dry. They just want to buy lip gloss. They're not looking up hashtag lip gloss to find like all these small businesses to shop with. You know, I feel like that's not what they're doing. What I feel like is happening is that these are people that want to start their own business and they want to make lip gloss. So they're researching those hashtags to find businesses that are doing wholesale lip gloss, you know? So I feel like the hashtags that I'm using, you know, that I, that I feel like people look at my hashtags and they start using those hashtags, which is totally fine. I mean, that's kind of like part of the researching process. I was looking at other people's pages and researching other hashtags and that's how I came up with my hashtags. Um, but I feel like that's how people are using those hashtags. It's really wholesale. So It depends on what you're promoting, I feel like, but hashtags definitely do work as long as you have a good balance between the larger ones and the smaller ones. But using hashtags is not an option. Like, I mean, not using hashtags is not an option. Like you have to use them because I just feel like giving yourself more of an opportunity is better than not. So definitely, definitely like for sure, use your hashtags. Don't skip that part. It's important. Um, and yeah, they actually do work. So that was like, you know, that was a success story for me when all those people were contacting me about this lip gloss base. And I was like, oh, okay, yes, like this is this is actually happening. Yes. 
people actually see me on their on their explore page um when they're researching hashtags and just like on their timelines because they follow certain hashtags that I use in every single post so yeah and I use the same hashtags every time you guys I don't switch it up I usually will never switch it up that's it okay and thank you guys so much for sending in your questions if you ever have a question you can send it to the email hello it's me i am Nicole at gmail.com um i've been using instagram a lot too asking you guys what you want to hear what you want to see so just stay tuned for my posts like that if you have something that you um want me to talk about or you can just help yourself and send them to the email address thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode be sure to follow me and Devin on all of our social media platforms I have all of the information down below as always make sure you are shopping smudge cosmetics crochet by K and now shop crown royal extensions if you are looking for luxury hair extensions I am so excited about my new business you guys so make sure you're following you know my new Instagram as well all of that is now linked down below. If you are watching this on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. Also, follow me on all of the podcast platforms and leave me a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. I love you all so much and I will catch you in episode 16. Oh my God, I am so excited because 16 is my lucky special number because that is the day of my birthday. I was born on March 16th, so I'm excited. I will catch you guys in episode 16. Bye.